This is a bonus episode of the Best Careers You Never Knew Existed podcast. Hey everyone, today we're talking to Rainy Wood about her perspective on some of the news we've been hearing around layoffs in tech over the past few months and just what some of the long-term implications might be for the Alberta ecosystem. Thanks for joining us, Rainy. Can I ask you to introduce yourself? Hi, Laura and Zach. Nice to meet you and absolutely. Uh, my name is Dr. Rainy Wood. I'm the Dean for the School for Advanced Digital Technology here at SAIT. Awesome. You know, I want to talk a little bit around just some of the stuff that's been happening in the market right now around tech and, and lots of stuff in the news. Can you share with us what you think students that are considering a career in tech or mid-career workers looking to pivot into tech what should they be considering given the consideration of the recent layoffs in tech? So you're asking either the wrong person or the right person, Laura, because you know how I feel about tech. So I have to say that tech is a fantastic profession. And I think probably one of the best pieces of tech is it doesn't matter what sector you're in, what role you're in, tech will always be required. So it's one of those resilient opportunities, one of those programs or one of those education pieces that will carry you for the rest of your life. So while the technologies are changing and evolving, the fundamentals around technology are always consistent. So when a student, and and even if I reflect back on myself in times where I felt like, hmm, what's that next step for me? You will know that even in not knowing that next step, it doesn't matter where you go or what you do, you'll be able to leverage tech capability. So when you're looking, I always say to the students, you know what, it may not be the end point. And as we know, learning is lifelong. And even as a professional, you need to continue to come back and upskill. And I mean, of all people, Laura, you know that best in in leading in the corporate division. But really, technology will give you a fundamental um, base that will help you to continue to grow your career throughout your life. So I always say, take the plunge. It's never a mistake. And then who knows where the journey will take you. Someone said, Rainey, you would be the dean of School for Advanced Digital Technology. I wouldn't have believed it. And here I am having the opportunity to engage with so many students that don't know their path, so many professionals that need support, and tech is always the right choice. Do you think students should be concerned about these kind of big news articles, tech layoff articles? So my first response would be, I think the ebbs and flows that we're seeing um, post-pandemic are truly just keeping us honest. So, you know, during the pandemic, technology and the use of technology for digital transformation in any organization was accelerated beyond what we could have ever imagined. So, you know, my example being is how many of us learned how to work in, for example, a Teams platform within a day? So we saw an adoption of technology come at us. So it happened either with us or to us. And really, in a lot of cases, it was to us. We either figured it out or we lost connection and had the inability to continue to do our day-to-day and even connect with our families globally. So, you know, we completely accelerated, we completely grew, and now we're finding ourselves in a position where I would say that when you're seeing layoffs, I think we're being more honest to what we need in our various ranges of talent funnels. So when you look at an organization, you may see ebbs and flows, you may see a bit of downsizing in one area, but that doesn't mean that tech is not needed. It's being actually growing in other areas. So for example, diploma graduates versus, you know, mid-career workers that are looking to upskill. So while it looks like there's a shift, there's just a shift or a reallocation of the demands for tech. 
So do I think that there's concerns? We always have to be honest in when we look at our talent funnel, but my comment would be tech talent will always be needed and continuing to upskill will give you the, what I want to say, the resilience or the Teflon that you need, the Superman cape that will help you navigate the change of our world. So no different than, you know, other sectors that we see where we've got ebbs and flows. We're subject to changes in our economy and our world and uh, continuing to take education, whether it's short courses, boot camps, workshops, or even new programs or even programs embedded into your day to day work, which is one of the things that we're really working on in the province here. All of those opportunities will help keep you most current, but also to will help you evolve and adjust as we see the changes in our workforce and the demands of our workforce become new and evolve. So my comment would be, I don't see, uh, you know, the downsizing. I see us being more honest and I see us being really careful about not having a one-pronged approach to talent, really thinking about multiple prongs and how we as a professional personally own our responsibility to continue to educate or engage in education. That's a really good point, Rainey. I think you know, we're always looking at playing the long game in terms of how do we support the evolution of talent in the province and certainly as educators. I'm thinking for students and for learners, you know, we always look at education or investing in yourself and your learning path, an investment. But if you're thinking about where people should be investing their time, energy, resources to learning about tech and learning about digital are there specific areas that you think those investments make sense for people? So first, Zach, I want to note, she said that I had a good point. So can we put that in the books? My second comment is in investment comes in many forms. So if we're talking about the way we invest in developing ourselves, investment could be time. It could be engaging in a formal program. And of course, as being a strong advocate of post-secondary and working both with people such as yourself in the corporate division, as well as in the academic division. Investment can be in a program, but it also can be just engaging and exploring. So learning doesn't have to be in a formal program, certain competencies for sure, but there's always the opportunity to explore on your own independently, take, you know, online tutorials. And then, of course, when you're looking for competencies or some more advanced types of outcomes, there's the chance to engage in any type of program out there. So engaging through formal enrollment, intuition, etc. So I would say that the ways we learn are no longer just streamlined into leaving a job and going into the post-secondaries or an education institution. It's got to be a combination of all because at the pace of technology, as you both know, it's accelerated and our ability to stay current is going to be based on our willingness to invest our own personal time, either in exploration or by engaging in an online platform or formally engaging in a program through a post-secondary. So to be single-minded or a single one single approach will limit yourself, but just be curious, just want to learn and always explore. And I'll, I'll give you an example for me this morning. I was working on my iPhone and had to explore one of the new technologies to figure out how I was going to be recording some information on a screen. And sounds really, really simple and it should be really straightforward, but that in its purest form is learning and navigating technology. And those small pieces contribute to a bigger picture when you're doing it every single day. So think about life as learning and take every chance to learn something new by exploring it on your own because some of the best learning comes from SharePoint training that I engaged in this week. And who would have thought SharePoint would be a technology that I'd be interested in? But boy, there's some embedded AI activities in there that I'm very intrigued with, which is related to rewards and acknowledgement. So sounds so simple, 
But the time to find that out and explore and learn what that was really for me was interesting. And it's actually a tool that I'm using every day. So small pieces, big outcomes. Yeah, I think you're on a roll on good points. So more than one for sure. <laughs> Let's look at it from the other perspective. I know you're doing some of this work at SATE, but the opposite side of the individual around learning, how do these organizations, be it for-profit organizations, not-for-profits, governments, how should they look about investing in learning around digital transformation, new technologies, and what are the benefits of such investments? Here, here, Zach, that's a fantastic question and it's very complex. My comment would be, I've quickly learned myself, and this would be a lesson I would you know, share to anyone, to believe that you're going to be an expert in technology is not possible, right? So, so even in knowing that I have two academic chairs that have PhDs in artificial intelligence, to know that I have an academic chair that is a specialist in cybersecurity, it doesn't matter how many people you have on your team, it doesn't matter how much time you have, you'll never be an expert. So recognize that your knowledge is based on the breadth of people you know and their expertise. Even in myself, you know, when we drive the strategic direction of the school, I have a dean's advisory. Individuals that every day do nothing but look at strategy in a specific fine-lined discipline with regards to how they run their business. So by leaning into all of the experts who live this day-to-day -day based on their own personal domain, is how you're really going to have the insight with regards to where you invest and where you spend time. The other one too, which is really difficult in tech is because it is accelerated, are those inflection points that sit out on the landscape. You know, is this technology going to be the technology? Is it going to be something that's embedded? Is it too new and it's being explored or is it something that's mature enough? And it's never easy, but by watching the corporations and the organizations that I work with and the senior leaders that I connect with and on a program level, individuals that hire our grads, asking them what they're seeing out there because their collective mindset is what will contribute to how we make decisions about the best way to invest, the best way to train, and the best way to support the advancement of our economy. So I know that was a very convoluted, complex response, but it is complex. And overarchingly, I would say, rely on the people who live it, the experts to collect their perspective, because they will help inform your personal strategy based on where you're hoping to go with your organization. I just want to pile on that a little bit. And I mean, there's been a lot of talk lately around the impact of AI, the new tools in AI. What do you think the impact of that is going to be? And how is that going to impact the learning journey that people have into uh, different roles that are potentially going to be impacted, uh, both from a creation standpoint, but also from a job perspective? AI from my lens is a game changer. Enough of a game changer that we've got two individuals in our school that have that specialization. It's still evolving. We don't know where it's going to go. It's accelerated. But from being embedded within you know, business operations, within the day-to-day -day of everything that we do, even on the simplest form of our phone, I believe that AI is going to change the way we work so significantly. It's really, really quite amazing. And, and I would encourage for anyone who has not played with AI, my team sat me down and made me walk through some of the capabilities. It demonstrated the potential. It also demonstrated the limitations. So the example being, if there's references, it will pull your references, but they may not be credible references. So, you know, the effective domain will always be there and the, the critical thinking to think, maybe that information's not true. 
it will never replace the human factor because the the emotional intelligence that's required to engage in our society will always be prevalent, but it really will emphasize the importance of who we are as people. So I would say watch AI, play with AI. You are already using AI, you probably don't know it. And it is truly a game changer to keep an eye on because our world, based on what we're seeing with acceleration and changes, it will continue to increase, evolve, and we will see it start to mature and we'll see some really significant impacts on how we work in our day-to-day, how we are at home, but also too for organizations, how organizations function with their ability to have more foresight and insight with regards to how their operation runs, but also to where they need to go next. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat and give your perspective and bring forward all your passion and enthusiasm for learning overall for tech or the work that we're doing in the ecosystem collectively. I think it's been fabulous to chat with you. Thanks for taking the time. It's a great end to my week. I appreciate meeting you all. And, you know, I think we could probably talk for a few hours, but we won't do that. A big thanks to Rainey for her time with us today to talk about the impact of some of the changes that we've been seeing in tech and what the perspectives are for folks that may be investing in their education and digital and technology. We really appreciate our insights, not only as the Dean of the School for Advanced Digital Technology, but also as a lifelong learner herself. So I know I really enjoyed that conversation. The Best Careers You Never Knew Existed podcast, sparked by SATE and City, funded by the Government of Alberta. Have a career suggestion or want to appear as a guest? Get in touch. SATE.ca slash careers podcast. Rate and review this podcast, and you might find your review on a future episode. Please subscribe to the best careers you never knew existed, wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. With Laura Busis and Zach Novak. Produced by Taryn Anthony Allen and Jenna Smith. Executive produced by Laura Busis. Voiceover by me. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Special thanks to Sate Radio for their support and the use of their studios. And most of all, thank you for listening.